This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 93. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. I just wanted to start with a listener shout out. Oh my gosh, I got such an awesome review. Uh, It is Quick Lift Up by Greg Chan, a great way to get the basics of self-help books through the eyes of someone who is so passionate about the topic. You can hear Andrea's positivity in her voice and can picture her smiling while she's recording these quick and inspirational podcasts. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Greg Chan. That means the world to me. I put so much love and energy and effort into these podcasts and reading these books that when I read that, my heart melts. So I really, really do thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time and going over and writing a review. Thank you so much. You guys mean the world. You keep me going and keep me recording these podcasts on a weekly basis. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So if you haven't gone over and written a review for me yet, I would love if you could do that because they really do help grow the show. Thank you so much. And here we go back to our book highlight. I highlighted such an awesome book this week. It is called Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. Okay, so you're probably thinking like, what the heck is this book, Andrea? Eat That Frog? What? (laughs) It sounds really funny, but if you could actually picture yourself having to eat a frog uh, and you knew you had to eat a frog all day long and it basically, you put it off, put it off, put it off. And you kept thinking about that frog. Wouldn't that cause you anxiety? (laughs) Well, that is the premise of this book. It is all about 21 great ways to stop procrastinating and get more done in less time. This book is so good because if you think about it, right, if you were to eat that frog and get it over with, then you would probably feel a huge sense of relief, right? So we all know that procrastination is the key to getting things done, right? Is preventing us from getting things done. And prioritizing is the key to actually getting things done. And so that's what this book is all about. It's like, you think, how can I do that? How can I prioritize all these things in my life? So Brian Tracy really does offer practical advice on just that, how we can implement immediately and we can make things happen. We can tick off everything on our to-do list. Are you ready? (laughs) So it's time to stop procrastinating and get more of the important things done, right? So after all, successful people, they don't just try to do everything. They actually focus on the most important tasks and get those things done. They eat the frogs. They eat their frogs. So, okay, that's a, it's a catchy title. I know it's so awesome. So there's an old say, it's an old saying. And the first, it's basically, if you do that thing, you eat that frog first thing in the morning, if you eat that live frog, you'll have 
have the satisfaction of knowing you've done the work or you've done the worst thing that you'll have to do all day long. So for Tracy, eating a frog is a metaphor for tackling the most challenging tasks, but also the one that can have the greatest positive impact on your life. So ready? We're going to eat that frog. This book really is going to show us how we can organize our day so that we have less pressure and we have, you know, we get those critical tasks done and we feel a sense of accomplishment and efficiency and effectiveness. I love that concept. I personally do it. I try to wake up and I try to get, you know, that thing that is most pressing and most critical out of the way. Um, and I block that chunk of time in order to do it. And it really does help me with productivity. So that's why this book I thought was a good one to reread. I read it so long ago, but I thought it would be a really nice one for the podcast too. Okay. So the first thing he talks about is setting the table. So he talks about making really clear goals and making sure that you are definitely thinking about productivity and you're thinking about your goals and they're directly related to productivity. So what are you going to produce? That's how I take it. So people often procrastinate because they're kind of vague on their goals or what they want to accomplish. And so for me, I I shifted my focus to thinking about, okay, what do I want to produce. And as soon as I shifted that, it's not really having a goal necessarily, but it's shifting to what it is that I want to produce and getting really clear on that. And then it's amazing because that really does help you prioritize. So within the book, he suggests that, you know what, the steps to accomplishing your goals are one, you need to decide exactly what you want and need to accomplish. What is it that you want to accomplish? What do you want to produce? And then write down your goal, obviously, because writing down is writing things down is very effective. And then he also said to the third step is to set a deadline. And then he said to make a list of every single step required. Okay. So you've decided exactly what you want and need to accomplish. Then you're writing that goal down. You're setting a deadline for yourself. And then you're writing out a whole entire list of every single step that's required in order to make that happen. Then the next step is formulating a plan. And what I do with formulating a plan is you kind of break it down into the big chunks of things that need to be done. And um, you can do it in a month and then you break it down to a week and then you break it down to a day of what it is that you can put in, plan into your day. So formulating a plan. And then of course, taking action, making sure that we eat that frog in the morning and, you know, do, do and move forward towards our goal. And then the seventh step is to commit to doing at least one thing each day that's going to move you closer to what it is you want to accomplish. So sounds very basic, right? Okay. So the idea is, is that you want to plan every day in advance. This is another one of his suggestions. The reason I love this book, by the way, is because it's just a whole bunch of suggestions to help us eat that frog and stop procrastination. So this book has so many usable nuggets. As you know, I'm obsessed with usable nuggets so we can turn the knowledge into action. Okay. So plan every day in advance. So if you want to eat your biggest frog, it's essential for you to plan a ahead, to break it down. Um, Really look at your goals step by step and then plan them into your day and plan every single day. 
He said to start with a list that encompasses everything that you want to do. Just doubt. I always say to my clients when I'm coaching them, just like, you know what, let's purge it all out. Let's get it all out. Like when I'm doing my book coaching, like that's one of the steps is to dump out everything that must be in the book, everything that you want to have in this book. And then we start to organize and plan it. So that's the idea here too, is you want to dump out everything that's essential for you to reach what it is you want to accomplish and then create a plan, break down your goals or your, what you want to accomplish step-by-step and plan your day. So start with the, uh, uh, everything that you need to do and then plan ahead and see what you want to achieve in the next month and then plan what you want to achieve in the next week and then plan actually individual days. And then he talked about committing to starting every day with the most vital tasks that you need to accomplish. And it's amazing because when you do this, you will actually see your productivity and your sense of accomplishment soar. It's incredible. So focus on that, the vital few tasks. And he says, I love the way he put it in his book. He said, focus on the vital few tasks instead of a whole bunch of the trivial tasks. When we focus on the trivial many tasks that we have to do, we become overwhelmed. And I do this totally. What I do is I think about what I want to accomplish in the day, and then I'm able able to just focus my attention on that one thing and get it done. And it's amazing how that, right? And we learned in Atomic Habits, that book by James Clear that we highlighted a few books back, that, you know, every single day, like these tiny measure, these tiny things that we can do add up to big results on a daily basis. So I love that. And then he also talked about considering the cons- consequences. So constantly be asking yourself these three key questions. So what are my most important tasks? What can only I do? And if it's done, I'll feel a huge difference. Or ask yourself, what is the best use of my time at this very moment? And you know what? Honest answers will come up and they do reveal to yourself, you know, what tasks are important and which ones can wait or be delegated to other people. And that is such a good suggestion that he came up with. Um, another meth- Another suggestion that he has within his book is to use the ABCDEF. So basically the key is to, um, you know, don't move on to another letter. So you assign a task, like this needs to be done A, this needs to be done B, C, D, E, F. So what you do is you assign a letter beside each of the tasks from your list. And then what you do is you, you don't move on to the next letter until you've finished and completed the previous one. So the first step is to make that to-do list for your day and then write down all the tasks that are on your plate. Then begin by assigning them the letters A, B, C, D, E to each of the items before you move and then you finish the item before you move on to the next task. I thought that one was really effective as well, right? And and the thing is, is that that key concept of what is your A task? Like what is that critical task that you want to accomplish and finish and focus on it until it's done? And then um, they, he did suggest to prepare thoroughly before you begin. So obviously pre- I love this one because sometimes we get distracted, like, you know, you got laundry on the counter, you got clothes, you got to fold, your office is a mess. There's stuff all around. It's really hard to get focused. So this is his suggestion is to prepare thoroughly for, you know, everything that you might need in order to accomplish that, that 
that critical task. So prepare your environment, your tools, the required information. I know when I coach people on book writing, that's the first thing we do is we definitely collect all the, you know, the little notes that they have in their journal. We, we pull all those, you know, quotes that they want to include in their book, all their notes that they've already created, the work that they've already done, like, you know, the inspiring article that they've read. We pull it all together in one place and we get organized so that when we write the book, it's, and when we work together, it's all in one place and it's very effective. So that's the same concept here. Prepare thoroughly before you begin. So look at your environment, know that task A, the task A items, you want them all uh, in one field of vision. So you all want it all in one area. And that's one of the effective ways to be, be prepared. I love that. He also talked about minimizing or eliminating any need to leave the workspace area until you're done. Okay. This is 100% why I'm so missing Starbucks right now with COVID because when I go to Starbucks, I'm like, okay, I have this task to finish. I'm not leaving Starbucks until I finish it. (laughs) So it's kind of nice because it gets me out of my home where sometimes there is distractions, let's face it. And then it helps me to hone in and really not leave the environment until I know I've completed and prioritized that task. I don't know, does something like that work for you? I know it works so much for me. So minimize or eliminate any need to leave your workspace until you are done your task, right? So don't waste time worrying about perfection. He was suggesting in his book and just really be prepared and focus thoroughly on, you know, the space that you're in and making sure that there's limited distractions. Then he talked about identifying your key constraints. So what's holding you back? What's constraining you? And he does talk also about putting pressure on yourself. And this is one of the ways to stop procrastinating and get more done in less time. So the idea here, and I love this idea, is that, you know, what's standing in the way between where you are and where you want to be? And I don't know if you know, but the coaching model, and when I coach my clients, I, that is one of the things that I do. It's like, okay, okay, here's where you are, here's where you want to be. So let's think about all the things that are preventing you from getting there. What are the constraints, right? What do we need to alleviate so that you can be productive? And it's amazing. That's what he's suggesting within his book too, is that identifying those key things that are getting in the way and 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 really focusing and honing in on them. Like, is it stress? Is it exhaustion? Do you need to take a nap? Is it lack of resources? Is it overwhelming? What is it? What's getting in the way? And then is really looking at that and getting honest. And then his suggestion is to take responsibility for those limiting factors, right? And I just highlighted a book uh, by Marie Folio, a a couple books back called Everything is Figure Outable. And I love that idea because it's so true. That thing that in your brain that might be holding you back is actually probably something that you can figure out. (laughs) And so it's all about taking responsibility again for these limiting factors that's preventing you from getting where you want to be. And so rather than excusing them, he's saying, you know, take responsibility for them and work to improve them. So if you have to learn a few new skills, if you have to delegate, if you have to, whatever you have to do, figure it out. (laughs) All right. So he also talked about self-motivation is the key factor. So don't wait for others to show up and motivate you. The idea is to turn inward and find your own motivation. Nobody else is going to do it for you. And don't wait for that because then you'll be waiting a long time. So I love that suggestion. Okay. He also talked about applying a continual 
inward pressure, like holding yourself to these high standards. I love that. Push yourself, right? Know what you want to produce. I try and produce something every single day that moves me closer to where I want to be. All right. So then he talked about motivating yourself into action. Okay. I need to pause here. How are you doing? (laughs) Are you feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to, you know, create my list of what I want to accomplish. I want to break it down. I want to allot something so that you can really do those critical tasks on a daily basis. I hope you're feeling inspired because this book, oh my gosh, it's so good for productivity and moving you forward. So I just wanted to check in there to see how, what's going on in your brain, because there's so many great tips. And uh, this book definitely excited me and helped me personally with a lot of productivity. All right. So then um, what he talked about was motivating yourself into action. So how do we do that, right? Oh my gosh. How do we hold ourselves to these high standards? How do we keep pushing ourselves forward? And it's, it's kind of like, you know what, you must provide your own encouragement, like tap back into all those reasons, like remind yourself how great you are and remind yourself how good it feels to produce. I don't know about you, but when I feel like I'm moving forward, on my goals and I feel like I'm accomplishing, accomplishing a lot, I feel really good. Whereas if I'm kind of being lazy, to be honest, or kind of like just sitting back and not really moving forward towards what it is I want for myself, I I feel a sense of stagnation and lack of motivation. It's almost like the productivity really does fuel my enthusiasm and my motivation. So his, his tip is that you need to motivate yourself into action, right? Practice optimistic behaviors every day. Like look for the good he talks about in the bad, find the lessons in the tough situations. And this is positive psychology, right? And seek the solution to the problems, right? Everything's figure outable. Uh, constantly focusing on your goals. Remind yourself daily, you know, why it is that you're doing this, why it is you're showing up and the difference that you're going to make. And that'll help motivate you to take action and move you into action. For me, I know just the sheer productivity of producing and seeing the results it really motivates me to keep going. Okay. So technology is, uh, I love this one, technology, he says in the news book, technology is a terrible master and a wonderful servant. So what he means by that is that technology can really be useful, but we can become a servant to it. So it can really be draining on our productivity, on our health, on our happiness. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I need to take little phone breaks. Like I need to put my phone away. Um, And so the idea is, and what he's suggesting within his book, is to make technology work for you, not against you. And the idea is to unplug regularly, turn that phone off um, so it doesn't distract you. Schedule times that you're actually going to use your phone and what you're going to use it for. And then he does suggest definitely use your phone for calendars, task completions, uh, you know, like really for helping you to be productive. Prepare your technology so that when you begin each of your workday, you kind of just 
disable or limit those distractions like emails and, you know, alarms and things like that. And, um, I use my phone for accountability, right? If I forget something, I'm like, remind me to do this, right? I I dictate it right into my phone right away. So I like that. So you're using, making technology your servant instead of your master, the way he put it in his book. All right. So then, okay, this one's hard for me. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. Um, I do have ADHD, ADHD, and it's, um, it's definitely harder for me to focus, but I do believe my ADHD is also a wonderful, I turned it into a superpower because I figured out that it was hard for me to read books. So that's how I created this whole concept of me speed reading because I can focus my attention and sit down and read a whole entire book because then I get it done and I really can focus my attention. If I space it out throughout the day or the week, then I I forget what the book is about. So that's why I created these detailed notes and why I speed read and sit down and read so many books. So it is a superpower, but this is the next point within his book. We need to focus our attention. So Sometimes we think that multitasking is efficient, but actually science has shown that it's harder to shift your attention back and forth. So you want to single handle every task, he says within his book. And he does suggest that when you're focused and you're with your undivided attention to a task and the time that you need, you're able to complete it in half the time. Did you hear that? And this is science has shown. So when you focus your undivided attention to a task, the time you need to complete it is cut in half. So if you want to be really productive, right, you got to focus your attention. You got to hone in. And that is one of the major uh, suggestions within his book is this concept of focusing your attention. And what comes to mind for me is I remember like uh, when someone was saying to me, like, think about doing counting to 10 for me. If you were to count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, no problem, right? Then say I asked you to do the alphabet. You'd go A, B, C, D, E, you probably do the alphabet. And then you have no problems. But if I asked you to count and do the alphabet alternating back and forth, it wouldn't be as easy for you, right? It, it would take longer and you would have to think about it. It would be more exhausting. I love that example because that really does show you how multitasking is not as efficient. So there you go. Okay. So then they did, he did talk about also develop, developing a sense of urgency. This works so well personally for me. It's almost like becoming action oriented. When you develop this sense of urgency to get something done, that's why I created, you know, that writing retreat, the virtual writing retreat, write your book in one weekend. Because when you have this sense of urgency, you really become action oriented. And the analogy that comes to mind for me is like, say your house is kind of messy and you know that there's guests coming. Think about how fast you can clean that house. Oh my gosh, fast, right? (laughs) So what happens is, is that when you have this sense of urgency, it makes you really action oriented and you become focused and you're able to get a lot done and you're very productive. And I love this. So if you can develop a sense of urgency around what it is you want to accomplish or produce, you're going to become more action oriented and action oriented people get so much done, right? So Tapping into that mental state, and actually Cheek sent me high, which is a positive psychology researcher, um, he called it flow. And um, he did bring up flow within his book. It's kind of that when you are, you're focusing 
so intently that you're doing work and that you're working hard and it's challenging enough, but you have enough sense of ease while you're doing it, you get into this state of flow, right? Where you're, you're losing track of time and you have this sense of urgency that helps trigger this sense of flow. So urgency is like racing against the clock. Urgency sparks action. And instead of talking about what you want to do or what you're going to do, he says, just do it and do do it with vigor and create that sense of urgency for yourself. I love it. That's why, you know what? Deadlines. Oh my gosh, they seem to work. (laughs) All right. So then I like this part too. He talked about slicing and dicing the task and the, uh, the two methods that he talked about to build momentum and to find motivation to complete larger tasks or goals is to get things done and to get things done and feel energized, um, is by adding that, like thinking about becoming addicted rather to that sense of a accomplishment. So when we, and that's what I was talking about earlier, I'm addicted to that sense of accomplishment. I love how it feels when I complete a task and I celebrate when I complete tasks too. And we try to do that every day. Feeling productive feels good. All right. It's very energizing. So he talked about two methods to build this momentum and motivation. One was salami slice. So what he means by this is think about a big thing of salami, right? Um, you don't just try and eat the whole entire thing. Well, maybe you have, I don't know, (laughs) but a big thing of salami. And what you do is you cut, you know, individual slices, you cut it up. And so it's almost like cutting up salami is this task. So you write down every step that's required and every detail of your project and you divide it into smaller slices and smaller portions. And it's easier to eat. It's easier to do. And then uh, does that, does that method resonate with you? So the other task is called the Swiss cheese and that's kind of what I do. So this is, you know, you set aside chunks of time to work on a project uninterrupted. You work diligently for a selected amount of time and you push, push, push to get it done. And for me, the Swiss cheese method, method, like you do take a little break if you need it and then come back, but minimum breaks, right? It's really focused. You set aside chunks of time to work on that project diligently. And so he talked about that. Does that resonate with you? I wonder that that one resonates with me. So creating large chunks of time. So larger chunks of time tend to build momentum that you might need to get things done, right? Instead of letting it hang over your head. And he did talk about developing the habit of setting aside larger blocks of time and dedicating those chunks of time to your biggest goals, right? Plan the night before, schedule your chunks of time free from distraction. That's the key. So that's about it. There's so much more in this book. Of course, I always suggest that you purchase the book and support the author if things spark your interest. Um, But the main conclusion in this book is that, and the main takeaway is that in order to be effective and successful, you must develop this habit of eating your frog. So choosing your biggest, ugliest, most yuckiest task and doing it first thing and making it your highest priority. This habit if you can learn it, you can get better at it, right? Through practice, repetition, and self-discipline, you're basically going to override procrastination. You're going to really delve into your productivity and efficiency. So procrastination is the death of success. You've heard that, right? So it drains your time. It drains your energy. It drains your self-respect. I mean, we beat ourselves up. Um, so ultimately it can lead to feeling, you know, stressed and unable to enjoy our day. So here we go. So that is what this 
this book is all about eating the frog so you can get your tasks done faster and better, leaving you time so you can really enjoy your day, so you can really become your best self and really meet your goals and what you want to accomplish. So that's it. Eat that frog, 21 great ways to stop procrastination and get more done in less time by Brian Tracy. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Oh my gosh. I loved this book. It was so exciting. Now don't forget, you can get these full show notes over at my website and it is, everything's there. Like I create a whole mind map for you and it's a whole summary of this book. So you just go to my website at andreasidel.com and hit subscribe. You can go to the book vault and you can see all these books that I highlight. Oh my gosh, it's a wealth of knowledge. So you can turn knowledge into action and really enhance your life. All right. So if you also have book suggestions, please private message me, click on the book club and you can vote for books. You can suggest books there. I would love to hear from you. Thank you everybody and have a beautiful, wonderful day. Bye. If you like this podcast, that's like personal training for your mind. You've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books. I highlight coach and summarize the contents in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it. No one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.